welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Shahmaran episode 7, season 1, episode 7, so the penultimate episode of season 1. And we are so excited to be getting close to wrapping up this show. Uh, I am not drinking any tea. Uh, Sophia, any tea? Nope, no tea. Great. <laughs> I made some, um, what should we call it? Shortbread biscuits that are clementine flavored. So those would go really well with tea. I should have some. Okay, so now I'm going to take us through what happened in this episode. So we left off last episode with um, Maran pulling Jihan out of the car and just like leaping off into the forest and Shasu just standing there screaming. So we learn that um, while Maran is back, he's covered in blood and he's asking Shasu what Jihan told her and freaking out. And then we go to the parents and Lakmu is worried that Jihan has done something bad. And Maran's dad, whose name is Ural, uh, Ural and the mysterious lady who we learn is the Oracle. We learn later is the Oracle. Don't know her name. Oh, question for you, Sophia. Is this lady the same as the lady who is deaf? Yes. Okay. Yes, but she pretends to be deaf. Okay. That's like, what I thought, but I didn't want to be like definitely she's not actually deaf. Yeah. Okay. So then her name is Gumsu, because that's what the pretending to be deaf lady's name is. Shasu <laughs> Shasu is more concerned that Maran hasn't been answering her texts than the fact that he's covered in Jihan's blood and Jihan is missing. And she's super mad that she was gonna elope with him. Um, but she gets a call and she learns that Davut has disappeared. He's run off after learning about Medina's pregnancy. And so they go home and Maran says, trust me, I'll go get him. And Chasu's like, okay, fine, go ahead. <laughs> Even though he's still covered in her maybe boyfriend's blood. Davut is standing on the cliff edge, which is the same cliff edge that we saw in the very first scene of the series. Uh, confirming to us that Davut is that same man. Maran uh, finds him and Davut is freaked out and doesn't know where he is, asks where he is. Maran's dad, Ural, uh, inspects Davut. We learn that Ural is actually the chief of staff of the hospital, which I really don't think that we ever knew that this guy was a doctor before this episode. Um, and No, but he's like a psychiatrist, I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's a psychiatrist. Yes, he's a psychiatrist. So why he thinks he can examine people is a little scary. Davut says he's been confused the past couple of days. And Maran's dad says it might be Alzheimer's, but like, <laughs> obviously it's something to do with this insane magical thing that's going on. Um, Maran says, oh, Shasu's still pissed at Maran for like leaving and Maran says, whatever you've been dealing with, I've been dealing with much worse. And Chasu says, what the fuck's going on? And where is Jihan? Which is, yeah, maybe the first thing she should have asked. Then there's the leadership team. Maran tells the leadership that he 
stopped um, Jihan and Lakbu says, you better pray the basilisks don't hear about it. Not sure what they're talking about. Uh, Lakbu says the basilisks are pissed off and Gusum, sorry, Gusum um, can control the snakes. There's like a snake on the floor that they all seem to be scared of. And then she tells Maran to act out of love. It's all very confusing. Yoral says Jihan must be punished, so he'll be put under house arrest. And um, Gusum says, I watched you, Maran, being born and grow up, your rebellion, your acceptance. It's going to be great. Davut is running out of time, she says. He's starting to remember, and we're running out of time, too. And you just heard a basilisk, which I guess is taboo. And we see another a brief image of a little girl seeing Davut with a noose, which is just a lovely little scene that I love to see. Not. Um, we see Shasu tuck Davut in and handcuff him to the bed. And then we see Lakwu confronting his son, Jihan. Turns out Maran pulled out his snake teeth which is funny. And Jihad says, why do we submit to them? Lakmu has been working with Arun this whole time. So there's like this whole conspiracy thing that's going on and tells Jihad, like, I've been working for a while on this. Like, don't mess it up. You're not the only one who wants to rebel. Okay, so suddenly we're in like a kindergarten library and a lady gets bit by a snake. And then the snake goes into her ear and into her brain, which is straight up the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on a TV show. <laughs> then we see Shasu getting naked on her roof. There's suddenly a bathtub there. Not sure what's going on. And then there, there's, it's the next day and there's a field trip to the Anavarsa castle, which we learned because Diva is looking for Shasu at school, but no, she's at the castle, which we know has the well where the people jump down into, so that's bad. And Chasu keeps calling Jihan, but he's not answering because he's in trouble. And then Chasu hears the well, which is not good. And the library woman, who turns out to be the professor, Chasu's professor, um, stops the security guard from saving her. So we know that she wants Shasu to jump down the well. And Shasu sees her necklace down there, her Shafmaran necklace from the first episode. But thankfully, she is saved by Diba, who tackles her away from the well. Then we see Maran going to visit Jihan. Jihan hates Maran, and Maran says, you're only alive because Shasu cares for you. I'm sure that that's going to come back to bite him in the ass. The professor and Shasu are on the bench and Diba gets uh, snake vibes from the professor. She clearly knows that something is not right. And the professor says, Shasu, you should come and stay with me away from Maran. That family is weird, which we definitely agree with the sentiment. But Shasu instead takes a cab home and finds Gusum with Davut and she's making him a medicine and Davut refuses to go to the hospital. So this is all a part of some plan to make Davut forget something. Shasu yells at Davut. They have like an emotional thing. She starts crying while this stranger, Gusum, is in the room. I guess she still thinks she's deaf. I don't know. And, but she can still, 
<laughs> she can still read lips. And then Gusum in sign language says to Shasu, your heart knows well who to submit to. Apparently this means a lot to Shasu because she starts crying. A snake tattoo has appeared on Maran's wrist. Apparently this means that it's time for like the prophecy to come to a head. And they also decide that they need to be sure about the professor before killing her. Also, Sophia is having a chocolate popsicle and I'm very jealous. It looks delicious. <laughs> Much better than tea. Okay, so they decide in order to trap the professor, they're going to throw a dinner party slash feast to cheer up the basilisks, and they're going to invite the professor and Shasu to it. Davut and Shasu sit on the porch, and Davut asks if she trusts Maran. He thinks that she doesn't trust herself and that she should trust Maran, which seems like terrible advice from Davut. And he tells her that she needs to let go of her mother's trauma and live her life. Again, bad advice. She should be getting the fuck out of there. Shasu throws her mother's letters and the necklace into the fire in a very symbolic thing and says she's going to be okay. Maran goes to visit Mirach, which was the guy that I guess tried to kill Shasu in the garden and then ran away and Maran tackled him. Not an important character, but somebody we're apparently supposed to remember for the finale because he's escaped the warehouse. And then the Dark One tells Arun that the time has come. And that is the end of the episode. into our gossip slash banter slash spilling Sophia's pop school section. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't melt. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a weird show. I think both you and I were deeply grossed out by the snake in the ear thing. Oh my God, that was so gross. So and like so many questions, like, can she be unpossessed? Like, what the hell? Like, what is this? Like, what is this snake? Like, who sent this snake? Yeah, it's... And also, like, we were supposed to recognize the professor from, like, 10 seconds in the first episode. Like, no, I thought she was... The I one recognized her. <laughs> I'm glad somebody is watching closely. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was that was an odd, odd scene. And then again, like what we've already talked about this, and I feel like I say the same thing every episode, but like the non-existing chemistry between like Shahsu and Maran and like all of a sudden, like the chemistry like just went from zero to a hundred is like so unbelievable as an audience member. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just so weird. And and I I get that they're going for like, this is obviously not our reality, like things are different, but the fact that Maran pulls Jihan out of the car, they disappear into the forest, Maran comes back soaked in blood, and all she wants to talk about is the fact that he didn't text her back. Like, what, what is wrong with her? That's so weird. For real. No. And then also, like, how obsessed she is with Jihan, and like, where's Jihan? Like, what did you do to him? Like, 
like she just is calling him and like trying to find him everywhere and it's just like right. really when he was intense. like acting like, really weird in the car and like scaring her she barely knows jihan like she's like he's a ta and they've talked like five times maybe yeah 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 also like the the whole like the basilisk power structure and like the coup that lakmu is maybe trying to do i feel like all of that could be interesting except that we don't know anything about them we don't know what the prophecy is we don't know what the two sides are so how are we supposed to know when Lakmu says oh Jihan don't worry I have a plan to enact our revenge like we have no idea what that means it's weird it's really odd yep and then the introduction of uh Gusum in this episode seven when she was the the I don't know the person who brings milk who was deaf and now she's the oracle who is not deaf it's just what is the point of her character we don't need her i have no clue we also like don't really i don't care about maran at all like i have no feelings for him one way or another so the fact that he's like in danger from this prophecy coming to fruition is not something that matters to me it seems like everyone's in danger though from the prophecy yeah like it's just i really don't understand what was the point of keeping all this mystery all this time when we have like one episode left and now it's just going to be running to catch up all the loose ends yeah i completely agree they like sacrificed having a good show to keep a mystery alive for eight episodes but like do you really need a mystery when your main characters are named Shasu and Maran and your show is called Shamaran? Like, I think we knew what direction this was going the whole time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like there's not enough tea because not a lot happens in this episode. Yeah, agreed. I think it was supposed to be like the emotional catharsis episode because Shasu realizes that she can live her own life and set down her mother's trauma but um, obviously we don't really care about that. So it did leave like, kind of a slow. Why does burning the letters mean like letting go of her mother's trauma, you know? Like, and I think, is it this episode where it's the first time she calls him grandfather and he's like in shock? Mm-hmm. I think so. But then she just goes back to calling him Davut anyway. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really deserve to be called grandfather. <laughs> what has he done for her lately? <laughs> It's also odd, and I go back to that episode where she, like, tied him to the couch. Yeah, it's very odd. And if she's like, oh, no, he's getting Alzheimer's, then why has he been, like, handcuffing himself to furniture for the past 40 years? Yeah, weird. I'm just looking through the rest of my notes. That tattoo, kind of a dumb device. Like, dude has scales and, like, eyes that change color do we really need a tattoo to tell us that prophecy is happening wait I but i think the tattoo is in the next episode isn't it no well the ta- the explanation is in the next episode but in this episode we see that it's oh. weird okay <laughs> yeah that was a weird thing like it, that could just be a vein like why did they have to make yeah. it a tattoo or like a, some more snake skin appearing oh this means that he's the marked man like i don't know we need a tattoo of a little snake. And it was cute. Yeah. These are not cute snakes. 
Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's all I have for this section. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I don't really have a lot more. Okay. We'll have more to discuss in the finale episode, I think, in terms of tea. Yeah, I think so. All right, so now we are going to move on into the history section where Sophia is determined to traumatize us with tales of snakes possessing humans. So clearly in real life, it's um, less possession and more like a snake entering a person's body. So I'm just going to share a few stories I found of mine. <laughs> um, one from the India Times where... Uh, an autopsy technician from Maryland um, said she found a live snake in somebody's body. So apparently, like, obviously they had no idea. And then, like, when they opened the body, they, like, found a live snake and they ran away. And the snake apparently, like, crept into the body after it was dead. Um, and the body was very decomposed and found in a creek. So that explains why that happened, which is pretty freaky. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that's basically one story from the India Times. Um, and then we have another story where a surgeon found a snake in some a woman's ear and apparently like went viral. So a, a social media based uh a social media star from India um posted the video, but no one knows like what the context of it was. Um, so they try to extract uh, a yellow and black snake out of a female patient's ear. And so, yeah, they had to take it out of the ear. That is so gross. Oh, my God. And apparently it was successful. Oh, no, the clip does not reveal whether the surgery was successful. And so it just became a meme with people saying that, like, they would have it would have been better to have a snake charmer than a surgeon, which is awful. Yeah, and this is just very disgusting stuff. And then I'm just going to tell one more story because that's disgusting. And the last snake was found in in a Russian woman's stomach. Um, so the, apparently the woman began feeling nauseous and she went to the doctor. And after some images, the doctors realized that there was something weird in her stomach. So they like opened her up to find what was in there. Um. And apparently the snake, like the story was that the snake went into the woman's body while she was sleeping, like through her throat, um, which doesn't seem to make sense at all, apparently medically. Um, but that is our final snake possession story. Wow. 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 What a topic. <laughs> I mean, the first thing that popped up in my head was when uh Voldemort possesses people because he's basically a snake <laughs> true true and he possesses an actual snake too and he possesses an actual snake so revenge on the snakes <laughs> yes. anyway that's that's it for history section for today okay. <laughs> to our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck, 
Sultan of Success and Fatma's hit list. Okay, so what are your what the fucks? I'm sure you have some. The snake for sure. Yeah. Gross. Um, I think, yeah, the introduction of a character like in the last few episodes is always a what the fuck to me. Yeah, for me, like the professor in this episode, like we didn't need her character at all. Like Chasu would have <laughs> jumped in that well because she has poor judgment yeah. anyway. Yeah. Like we didn't need anybody to be baiting her with the necklace. I'm assuming that the snake then, okay, no, I won't say it because then that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. And that was weird. Like also like how does Shasu teach several classes? Because like, why is she going on a field trip with her class to Ana Varsa and then Diba's not in the class or is she, is she was she just like auditing the class, I guess? I think it must be a separate section because Diva seemed to have no idea yeah what was going on and she's definitely in her class or maybe she just yeah. is a creeper and pops in and she's not even enrolled to university i don't no. know could be um one of my what the fucks was the concept of a field trip for college students <laughs> like i mean you might go somewhere with a college class but i don't think you'd call it a field trip True. i mean that was probably with the translators rather than like the actual yeah yeah yeah, yeah. probably but still i thought it was funny I have, what the fuck to the way that Shasu handcuffed Dawood to the bed? Like, his hand was, like, up. Like, if he was there all night, he would, like, lose his hand. Or just, that seemed really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, handcuffing etiquette, I don't know. But I'm assuming you should do it better than that. Yeah. And then I also had, what the fuck, to Dawood and Shasu's heart-to-heart -heart in front of Gusum. Because, like... Obviously, she can read lips even if she were deaf. Um, so the fact yeah. that they're just like screaming and crying or Shasu is screaming and crying in front of this lady she's met once is totally insane to me. True. True. Okay, who is your sultan of success? Oh, I guess that snake for getting inside his <laughs> ear. You think the snake really enjoyed being inside her head? I mean, that was like so unexpected. She gets in the books and then she just like jumps in the ear. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like the snake really had to think ahead. Like, where would the professor be that I can jump in her ear? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of planning. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. You've won me over. It's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then Fatma's hit list. Oof. I think Jihan, he was like such a creeper, but I guess that was last episode. Did we name him the Sultan of Success last episode? Uh, I don't know what we did last episode, but... Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah, I think Jihan must be on Fatma's hit list because he just kind of gets locked up in prison this episode and is like a whiny, whiny <laughs> little boy. Hmm. Or we can make it the snake also. True. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Next time we'll be talking about the season finale, episode eight. We're so excited. Congratulations to our star character of this episode, the snake that goes in the ear of the professor. And also watch out to our star character of this episode, the snake in the ear of the professor. Um, we really hope that you get killed in the next episode. But you did great in this one.
Thank you all so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys again next time.